بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم ما بعد وأنا أنس رضي الله تعالى عنه قال خط النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم خطوطا فقال هذا الإنسان وهذا أجله فبينما هو كذلك إذ جاء الخط الأقرب رواه البخاري وأن ابن مسعود رضي الله تعالى عنه قال قال خط النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم خطا مربعا وخط خطا في الوسط خارجا منه وخط خطة صغارا إلى هذا الذي في الوسط من جانبه الذي في الوسط فقال هذا الإنسان وهذا أجله محيط به أو قد أحاط به وهذا الذي هو خارج أمله وهذه الخطط الصغار الأعراض فإن أخطأه هذا نهشه هذا وإن أخطأه هذا نهشه هذا رواه البخاري Continue with the chapter which deals with constantly reminding ourselves of our mort and our death and as a natural consequence of that curtailing our aspirations in this world the narrator of the hadith is Anas bin Malik radiallahu ta'ala anhu Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam due to his compassionate nature he was the greatest teacher compassionate master there were various methodologies that Nabi Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would utilize in order to convey a message particularly if it was very very important we find that in both these ahadith which we have mentioned now the narrator of one is Anas radiallahu ta'ala anhu the other one Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiallahu ta'ala anhu we find that Rasulullah Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used a unique manner in which to convey the message. In that, Nabiya Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam drew some lines. The narration of Anas radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he says that once Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam drew some lines and he pointed to these lines and he said, this is, these lines represent a human being. وَهَذَا أَجَلُهُ And this particular line, referring to the shortest line, Nabi Pak said that this is the death of a person. فَبَيْنَمَا هُوَ كَذَلِكِ إِذْ جَاءَ الْخَطُّ الْأَقْرَبِ He is, the other lines, the other lines represent his long, long ambitions, long desires, long aspirations. So Allah's Rasul said, this person is occupied in his aspirations, ambitions, desires, when suddenly, suddenly the closest line, that is death, comes over him. And obviously the underlying message is that he is caught unawares, caught off guard. It is too late now as we see in the verses of the Qur'an which Imam Nawawi rahimullah mentioned in the beginning. What is the reaction if a person hasn't prepared, which in most instances, Allah forgive us, we find that we don't prepare. So what is the reaction? Rabbir Ji'oon, oh Allah send us back. Now we will do good deeds, now we will prepare. But like the one who said it, he said it beautifully, Ad-dunya thalatha tu ayyam. 
He said the life of this world is only three days. Dunya thalathatu ayyam. Yomu amsin mada. Ma biyadika minhu shay. One is the day which has already passed. What is gone is gone. Ma biyadika minhu shay. There's nothing you can do about it. Wa yomu ghadin. The second day is the day is tomorrow. Falasta tadri anta mudrikahu amla. You don't know if you're going to live till tomorrow. وَيَوْمٌ أَنْتَ فِيهِ وَيَوْمٌ أَنْتَ فِيهِ فَاغْتَنِمْهُ And he said the third day, the third day is the day in which you are right now. So value this day. Don't waste it. Don't waste it, particularly in the light of these ahadis, in long ambitions, long desires. We find that insan's lalach, insan's greed is such that there is no curtailing of aspirations. We've made plans, we go into business deals, we've got long, long ambitions, I'm going to get this car, buy this house, do this business deal, get involved in that investment. And we are planning and planning and planning and planning. These are all the lines which Rasulullah drew in the sand. All these long plans, long designs. And the reality, before we realize it, Bainama Huwa Kadarik is caught up in these ambitions oblivious to the reality of his mort and death, khattul aqrab, the nearest line that is his mort and death suddenly comes. It can be an accident, it can be a heart attack, it can be a sickness, it can be something suddenly that happens. That is the reality of life. The reality of life is a message of complete uncertainty. The next hadith, like I said, the, the, the analogy or the meaning of both these hadiths are very similar. But there is much more detail in the design which Rasulullah drew on the sand in the riwayat of Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiallahu ta'ala anhu. He says, Khatta nabiyu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam khattam murabba'a. Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the sand, he drew a square. Khatta murabba'a, he drew a square. Wa khattan fil wasat kharijan minhu. And then through the square, Nabi Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam through the middle of it, he drew one long line. First Nabi Pak sallallahu alayhi wa drew a square and then through the middle of the square he drew a long line which went through the entire square and extended beyond it. Khatta khattan fil wasad kharijan minhu. And then وَخَطَّ خُطَّةً صِغَارًا إِلَى هَذَا الَّذِي فِي الْوَسَد مِن جَانِبِهِ الَّذِي فِي الْوَسَد And then through the middle then Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam drew small lines from inside or within the square. Small lines that linked up with the line that was in the middle. So first was a square, then a line through the middle which cut through the entire square and went beyond it. And then attached to this line in the center of the square, within the square itself, Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam drew small, small lines which linked up with this middle line. And then after having drawn this graphic illustration on the sand, Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam went on to explain. He said, Hadal insan, this entire block represents a human being. This middle line represents man and these four sides of the square which encircle him or by which he is encircled represents his lifespan. So the square is the life of the human being. 
the line through the middle which goes beyond the square. The line that goes beyond the square, this line that extends beyond the square is his hopes and his ambitions and his aspirations and his desires which far exceed his lifespan. Allah gave you a certain lifespan. Today the man is walking, he's six foot above the ground. He's planning a 60 foot tall structure above the ground. But by nightfall it's already decided. Already decided. Will not change. لا تستأخرون عنه ساعة ولا تستخدمون The same person who is planning a 60 foot tall structure is to go six feet beneath the ground. And there won't be any extension given. Like the analogy ulama give, a man goes to the marketplace. He's buying the fabric for some occasion. Maybe it's a wedding. Maybe it's some function he wants to attend. Buying the fabric, he's going to give the tailor. He's planning in his mind the suit that he's going to make or the outfit that he's going to make. But the calico or the cloth of his coffin has already reached the marketplace. Allah has already decided the time lifespan of this person is, is running out. The seconds are slipping away. It's Muharram. Today is the day of Ashura. Muharram represents the starting of our Islamic calendar. It's a milestone. It's a reminder. It's a reminder of how short our life in this world is. One more year Allah has given us. One year closer we are gone to the Qabr. One less year in this life. How much longer we have, we don't really know. That is only in the knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So coming back to this analogy, Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that the square which encircles him, or by which he is encircled, represents his lifespan. The line that extends beyond the square, his hopes and his aspirations. And then Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Attached to this middle line, Nabi Apaq drew some small lines. And Nabi Apaq said, وَهَذِهِ الْخُطَةَ sigar These small lines that are attached to the middle line, these are al-a'rab. فَإِنْ أَخْتَأَهُ هَذَا نَهَشَهُ هَذَا وَإِنْ أَخْتَأَهُ هَذَا نَهَشَهُ هَذَا This is an ajeeb, an ajeeb analogy which Rasulullah gives. And is in fact indication of the extreme intelligence which Rasul Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed Nabi Apaq with. He said these small lines represent life's challenges and difficulties and afflictions. If one misses him, the next one will get him. If the one misses him, the next one will get him. In other words, the reality of life is perfectly explained in this Diagram which Rasulullah drew on the sand. Man is engulfed by his death, yet his aspirations, his ambitions encourage him to live as if he will never die. He is continuously faced with these small lines, afflictions, tribulations, sickness, old age, weakness, accidents. These are realities of life. Everyone faces them. Sometimes you get sick. Person, if Allah gives him long life, he becomes old. Person is faced with challenges. Person is faced with afflictions. Each one of these things is a reminder of your mort and your death. But 
what happens, what's the reality, is a human being chooses to remain oblivious. He ignores the signs. He gets sick, he feels that pain in his chest, he ignores it. Person gets old, he ignores it. Some illness happens, some affliction happens, accident happens, some relative passes away. All these small lines, the challenges of life. This world is not a paradise. Allah hasn't made it like that. Paradise is akhirat, is jannat. This world, there will be tests, there will be trials, there will be tribulations. And every one of these afflictions, these trials, these tribulations are what? Are a wake-up call, are a warner, are a reminder that prepare for your moth. Prepare for your moth. Prepare for your death. This is a small one. Death is coming. This is a small challenge. Death is coming. But we become so involved in our plans, in our ambitions, in our long, long designs that we choose to remain oblivious of our eventual fate and death. So by means of this illustration, we are told to abstain from long ambitions and prepare ourselves for the hereafter. And the one who will curtail his ambitions, he will exert himself in Allah's obedience. He will desire less of this world and he will be content with the lot that Allah has given him as long as we will curtail our ambitions and our desires. And we will heed the constant reminders and warnings which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us, as I mentioned, in the form of old age, in the form of illness, in the form of accidents, in the form of afflictions, which almost on a daily basis occur in the life of a human being. Just as a way of reminder, my respected brothers, today is the day of Ashura. One in the special a'mal that are linked and attached to this day, as we've discussed over, discussing various ahadiths over the last few days. One is obviously, we should try and fast on this day. Fast yesterday and today, or today and tomorrow. Or you can fast all three days. And with that, Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam informed us that this was a day in which Allah forgave one nation and which He will forgive another nation. So we are encouraged to make istighfar. Increase our asking Allah for forgiveness because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives on this day. And this is the day in which Allah ta'ala gave salvation to Nuh alayhi salam, gave salvation to Musa alayhi salam. Ummat is facing such challenges, such hardships. So we should increase our dua on this day. For the, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, like He showed His Qudrat for these previous nations, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala should assist and help the Ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And we are encouraged also, Sufyan bin Uyayna rahimahullah, as we mentioned, he said, I tried it for 50, 60 years and I saw the benefit of it to increase our generosity, our spending a little bit on our relatives, on our family members, or particularly our dependents. Allah give us tawfiq. Subhanallah. Alhamdulillah.